what's up? How's everyone doing? Welcome to the Grace to Grow podcast. I'm Hannah, and this podcast is my lifetime documentation of the journey that God has chosen for me to travel. Let's get into today's topic. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome. As you heard in the um, intro, this is the Grace to Grow podcast. And before we jump into today's topic, I think we should pray. Okay, let's do it. Dear Lord, thank you for bringing us here today and for giving us a wonderful, amazing, great summer, God, um, for always teaching us great things, even when we have bad moments, bad summers, bad seasons, or so it feels like, God, we thank you that through it all, God, you're still gracious and faithful and loving. Um, And we just pray that, yeah, that we're able to take a moment to just rejoice um, in what you've done. In Jesus' name, amen. You know that song, I'd be like, Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say, again I say, rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say, again I say. Okay, okay, that's how I'm feeling though. <laughs> that's how I'm feeling. So today, earlier, actually just now, I finished recording and uploading. Um another episode of this and man it was a raw it was great it was, it was amazing wonderful you know it was just like a great revelation god was speaking da, 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 da. but man some of these raw um these raw moments it can be kind of sad sometimes so i'm so glad to be sharing with you all some of the joyful moments of the summer i'm so excited okay so essentially how this started was I was listening to a podcast, correct? And this lady named Emily P. Freeman, her podcast inspired me to actually truly enjoy this summer. Like, um, and I'll link that as well in the description, but she truly inspired me to enjoy it. Like the way she was talking about kind of the, the routines and rhythms and things that she does in the summer, she said that she purposefully sets up her summer so that she can find joy in it. And I was like, you know what? I really want to do that. And so I just started thinking about my own life and what were things that I could do to actually enjoy this summer. And one of the biggest things was to focus on the moment and to truly just enjoy the ability to do certain things. And so some of the, I'm not going to really go through deeply everything, 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 but I do want to hit on like all the points. I'm just going to be moving, 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 moving. Okay. So this is a list of the things that I learned this summer. So I chose to truly, like, she talked, She said something about, like, do basically things that will help you to choose joy this summer. So I, by choosing to do things that would bring me joy, here's some of the things that I learned. First of all, I learned how to rest, which is something I had never really done before. I had never really previously rested. Like, I was always antsy, working, ambitious, da 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 always working hard, never actually learning how to rest. So by practicing Sabbath, but then also being over the summer, I actually learned how to rest, um, even though I was taking summer classes. I found, I learned how to find peace in Christ and what peace actually looks like for me. Peace for me actually looks like not feeling anything. Like sometimes when I don't feel very emotional, like I just feel like I'm in neutral, that is when I'm actually the most at peace because I learned about myself, which I'm going to talk about later, is that I am the type of person where I am very emotional. I 
feel emotions, whether it's extreme happiness, sadness, or even deeper emotions like melancholy. Like, I don't, I just, I feel everything. I feel everything. And so I learned that when I'm truly at peace, I don't feel anything. Like, I don't feel moved by my emotions. I may feel joyful. Like, I may be happy. be like, oh, that was great. Like, I really love that. But it doesn't move me. It doesn't make me feel any happier or less happier than I am. Like, I'm just in neutral. So I learned that about myself. I also learned how to choose joy and how to choose to enjoy each moment for what it is. Even if it's a bad moment, finding what you can enjoy out of it. I realized that we're imperfect people. And so when great things happen, enjoy them. And when less than great things happen, find what you can enjoy about it. You know what I mean? Like, makes me think of my church. Like, I used to really nitpick every single thing that they did and be like, oh, this was wrong. But then after like having this like kind of revival of my spirit which I'm going to talk about later from the concert and all that stuff like that I realized that when things are good just enjoy them for what they are be like wow this was great this was really good and when they're like when when the pastor does a great sermon or worship is great enjoy it and then when worship maybe didn't hit for you or maybe the sermon didn't really hit for you and you weren't really feeling it then find what you can enjoy from it. Be like, but I did like this part. Like, it didn't really hit, but this part was great. You know what I mean? Still finding the great in it. And I think that is something that I'm definitely going to have to learn as a teacher because not every day is going to be perfect. And I'm going to have to learn that even in days when days are great, don't overhype it and be like, I want every day to be like this because every day is not going to be like that. So when days aren't great, just enjoy them. When days are great, enjoy them for what they are. Enjoy that moment. Enjoy when the students are making progress. Enjoy when the students are being motivated. And then when they're not, just find what you can find joy in in that moment. So that's what I learned about that too. I also learned from Ann Lynn's video that I struggle with emotional regulation, that I don't know really how to regulate my emotions well, and that that's something that I still need to learn how to do. But awareness is the first step to action. I'm not going to dive too deep into that, but I will link the video so that you can watch that as well. I took a lot of great notes on that. It was beautiful. Um, I also learned that learning to ask questions and seeking the guidance of those who are wiser than me before making decisions is really important, whether that's my parents or God or whatever. And I've also learned to seek the ideas of my community and not just solely go off of my idea. So rather than being like, oh, I'm just going to do what I want to do, like my ideas kind of surpassing everyone else's ideas, trumping everyone else's ideas, I'm learning that I can seek the ideas of other people without it being something that says that I'm less competent in creating ideas. I think before I thought, oh, if I do other people's ideas, then that means that I'm less competent because I'm not the one that created the ideas. When in reality, supporting other people's ideas actually shows that you're more competent because it shows that you're strong enough and like competent enough to support other people without having to be the forefront all the time. And then another thing that I learned this summer is that I can see a need without believing that God has called me to fix it. So I am a person who always can see where injustice lies because there's two things I've learned about myself this summer is that number one, I seek perfection. Like I seek for everything to be perfect. And then number two, I seek righteousness. So I seek for things to be done the right way. In total, I seek for things to be done completely and perfectly the right way. And so it's easy for me to point out what needs to be changed, what needs to be fixed, what needs to be improved. And sometimes I take that ability to see that as if I'm the one that God's called to do it. So 
if I see a need within the music industry or I see a need within the entertainment industry, if I see a need within the school or if I see a need within like just any department, compartment, whatever, I will see the need and then I feel like because I see the need that God's called me to fix that. But the thing is, is that God's already got people that he's raising up for that. Like he's already got people that he's got working on that. <laughs> so I don't have to be. Turns out I don't have to be the hero in every scenario. Who would have thought? Um, that's just the main character complex in me. But um, he's already got people that he's raising up for that. So there was one thing that was an example of that was like in Christian rap. A couple of years ago, I was like, oh, my goodness, like Christian rap, I feel like is not what it should be. Like, it could be so much better. How come we don't really have good like Christian music that like really is like, you know, that's not like the secular music, but it's just like, it's good. Like, you know how a lot of like worldly music is actually good. Like, it just sounds good. And it's like good instrumentation and good, you know, word choice and all that stuff in the in the rap. And I was like, oh man, I really want Christian music to be like this. Da, 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 da. Lo and behold, little did I know that now as I'm like diving deeper into Christian music, because I've been, you know, with Christian music for a while now. As I'm diving deeper into finding what my sound is, which is more like the indie hip-hop, indie R&B sound, I'm starting to find so many artists. I'm like, oh my goodness, like, who would have thought that I would have found all these artists that actually sing songs that I really, really love and can worship to? And so that just made me realize, like, girl, (laughs) the world is not dependent on you. Um, And that's not to say that I can't still be a part of it or that God still hasn't called me to it, is just to say that, number one, I'm not the only one. Like, God can use so many people for so many other people. I'm not the only one who's able to be used by God. I'm not the only one who recognizes a need. I'm not the only one who can see what needs to be improved. And then the weight of the world is not on my shoulder. Like, it's definitely giving me main character vibes, and I'm not the main character. I feel like the weight of the world is is on my shoulders when I shouldn't feel like that. Like, it's not my job responsibility to to meet all of these needs that's God's job that's Jesus's job I'm always going to see more needs than I can meet wow I need to write that down I'm always going to see more needs than I can meet that's God's job because I think even as a teacher that's going to be something that's going to need that I'm going to need to remember because I'm going to be the type of person I already know where I'm going to see these needs and I'm going to want to meet them. I'm going to want to help these students in any way I can and meet every single one of their needs. But that's not my job. That's God's job. And I have to learn that. So that is basically a lot of all of the things that I learned this summer. Um, I probably might have learned some other things that I don't really haven't really come to recognize. Yet. Um, oh, and also I learned um, a whole thing about my desires what my truest desire is which is um intimacy within the covenant of marriage and then also learning kind of how that has played out based off of it being uncontrollable so far and i learned relearned some things that i learned last summer um, which is being faithful in friendship all right those if you want to learn more about that what i've said um like what I talked about in that, I actually did that on the previous podcast. So you can go ahead and check that out and then you'll be able to hear what I did there. Okay. 
than some of the relationships that I've maintained and grew with in twenty in the summer twenty twenty one was first of all my family. I feel like my family and I got so much closer. I think because everyone's getting older that we're not really like bickering as much. Like we have a lot of like really deep conversations, honestly. And my siblings are so wise beyond their years. Like my brother's only thirteen and my sister's only fifteen and I have conversations with them like they're my same age and I'm nineteen. Like <laughs> not even joking we really do have conversations like that like we have very abstract conceptual conversations where and I saw this thing it was like people who like have intellectual minds they don't talk about just the day they don't talk about other people but they talk about ideas and concepts and I feel like that's me and my family like we always talk about ideas and concepts and then I feel like not only have like my has my family grown like as a unit but then also I've grown a lot with my siblings like I feel like we've gotten so much closer to the point that I genuinely consider them like a friend like I know they're my siblings but I also consider them a friend because like I don't know like we all love kind of the same music and so it was really fun when we went to the concert because that's like the same type of music we all enjoy and I I started saying to myself I was like you know what like I feel like I want to go to more concerts with them because I feel like that's going to be our thing. It's like going to concerts together. I want that to be our thing. <laughs> but um, yeah, so we like, I feel like we just got really closer and I love them. I really do. Um, yeah, so that was my siblings that I've, I've maintained a relationship with and grown with. Kamari, I've maintained a relationship with her and we've grown man Kamari's my best friend shout out to Kamari if you're listening to this but I love her so much like I feel like just I think this summer we grew because we learned how to branch out like we maintained our friendship and we grew in our friendship because we learned how to branch out this summer so we learned that it we're not going to be each other's only friends even though we're best friends and we're really close we're not each other's only friends you know and so we learned how to branch out and to do things apart from one another. And that was really hard for me because I have always been the type of person where if I'm having something, I have no problem inviting other people to join with us. And everyone oftentimes, like there's there's never any like bickering or arguing or anything like that. When I bring people together like that, actually everyone really does enjoy it. Like they don't mind. And it always ends up being something great. But I also realized how important it is to compartmentalize and how to say, okay, if I'm doing this event, I'm going to go to this event just with my siblings because the purpose of this event is da 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 Or I'm going to go to this event with just my friends because the purpose of this event is da 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 And I realized that depending on the purpose of the event, I can invite people accordingly. So if the purpose of the event, like the concert, is to spend time with my siblings before I leave, for us to have a memory together um, before I go to college, then why would I invite a whole bunch of my other friends to come with us because I want that moment to be for us, you know what I mean? Likewise, with the picnic that I had, I wanted that to be a moment for me to get to know Jasmine more, because I didn't really know Jasmine that much. Well, I knew her, but, like, we hadn't actually really hung out in person or anything like that, so I wanted to get to know Jasmine more. I also just wanted to have a moment with my friends to really reconnect and to talk in person, things of that sort, and so then why would I then bring my my siblings? Not to say that we can't ever do it where we do have everyone together, but it's just to say this summer I learned how to compartmentalize my friendships and my families and all this stuff like that and just do that so that I can branch out more and really develop relationships with people more. And so, yeah, Kamari and I both learned 
and Kamari did it too, where she had a couple events that she didn't invite me to, and I had a couple events I didn't invite her to, and at first it felt like, ooh, you know, <laughs> it felt like, ooh, because you're so used to, like, if you're close with someone and you love them, you're, I'm so used to, like, being like, oh, hey, I'm going to this event, you want to come with me? Like, even when I go to the store, I rarely even go to the store by myself anymore. Like, I'll be like, oh, Isaac and Adrian, I want to come with me. And I just ask whoever wants to come with me to come with me. Even if I, like, don't really feel like being around people, I'll still ask because, I don't know, it's just part of me to just still ask. Um, But, yeah, I'm starting, I, like, when we were branching out, it was hard for me to tell Kamari, yeah, girl, I'm going to this concert and not invite her like it it hurts when you're within that same area and these people have the same access now like when I was at USF like on campus like I would tell her about all the things I was doing and it would it would be fine because she can't actually come and attend them so I can't invite her because like what's she gonna do drive up two hours to come no but when she's right there in the same area and even attends the same church <laughs> that I attend or like she comes occasionally it's it's like weird to like invite her not invite her but to tell her about what I'm doing and we had to learn how to jump over that hurdle of awkwardness when we don't invite one another to something and learn that it's okay to not invite one another to something because the purpose of the event may be different and therefore the audience of the event has to be or like the attendees of the event has to match accordingly if it was like a birthday or just a hangout for for no reason then of course anybody and everybody could come and I wouldn't feel bad for inviting various people but I think it just depends on the purpose of the event okay that's enough on that another relationship friendship that I've maintained is with my friend Keem um we just basically like maintained it like it hasn't been it hasn't really grown but it's been maintained which I think is cool um this was actually something I was reflecting on the other day but him and I became friends last summer, I believe. It was like when the pandemic started, like 2020. And um, we actually became friends. I think it was because, yeah, we saw one another at prom and things of that sort. And then he ended up following me on Instagram. I followed him on Instagram, da, 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 all this stuff like that. And so we actually became friends. And then we basically maintained that same friendship throughout this year, which is cool. And then my friend Emily and I have maintained our friendship and we've actually grown, which I think is really cool because um, she is probably one of like the few friends that once I left USF and came back home for the spring that she still checked up on me. She still called me. We still talked and like we even hung out, I think, one time this summer. Yeah, I went up this summer to go um, view and tour the apartment. And so yeah that was really like good that like we've not only maintained our friendship but we've actually grown together we've come to realize how much we have in common and we've grown in that friendship which I think is really cool um so yeah shout out to Emily I don't know if you're gonna hear this but shout out to you I love you um relationships that I have rekindled meaning like we've kind of grown even deeper like well it was like a little bit stagnant but then now we're like rekindling our friendship um with my friend Jovan because we actually haven't really talked since you know the pandemic has happened but then we ended up going to the beach me and all of my friends ended up going to the beach this summer and so that was a good 
moment for us to all like catch up and really like rekindle our friendship because we hadn't seen each other in a while and then I rekindled my friendship with Josh because actually what happened was um there was like a whole story I think I explained it in one of the podcasts but there was a whole story of things that went down between me and him based off of a whole situation that like was not it wasn't even worth it and so I ended up apologizing to him this um spring I think it was spring or summer I think it was spring like probably late spring um I ended up apologizing to him asking for his forgiveness and then we ended up becoming friends again and so we kind of rekindled that friendship it was really dope and so we actually still talk now we're still friends um like text every now and then um I rekindled my friendship with my FSW friends like I said since we hadn't really been close because of the pandemic um when we hung out at the beach and stuff like that and we're actually gonna hang out again um next Monday it's so exciting but we're gonna hang out again next Monday and so you know like all of that I think um just causes us to get a little bit closer and then I also rekindled my friendship with Hannah from New Life um like likewise because of the pandemic we hadn't really hung out but um we went to I think Starbucks one day together and we just had a hangout one-on-one and we just were talking and man it was so good it felt so like I just love her so much, so shout out to Hannah if you're listening to this, um, I love you too, um, but yeah, rekindled a a great relationship with her, and then some relationships that I've created this summer, so a relationship I've created is with Jasmine, I feel like I've already had a relationship with her, so it wasn't like rekindled, because I've already had a relationship with her since like last year when we actually became friends, or it wasn't really last year, but I don't know when it was but when we actually became friends when her and Kamari started becoming friends but I feel like I created it this summer because we actually have like a anchor in our relationship now because we have like a shared memory <laughs> like because Kamari actually goes to school with her and like they've been to like new life and stuff together and so now I have like a, a memory with Jasmine that I can anchor to um and so I feel like that's why I said I, I created a relationship with her this summer, even though we already created one before. But I feel like we've created a, a deeper relationship this summer. I've also created a relationship with Sydney and MJ, who are two girls that I'm going to be rooming with. I actually really love them. I think they're great people. Uh, and I haven't really, like, met them, met them. But I met them through FaceTime. And both of them are really great easy to get along with and I love them so far so I mean not so far I make it sound like I'm gonna stop loving them (laughs) and I love them so much so yeah anywho um maybe it is so far girl I don't know (laughs) um okay so then I have just a list of summer of first and I'm just gonna go through um what my summer of first looks like so this summer really was a summer of first like I did a lot of first time things and actually I realized that all of my summers end up being great growth moments and I actually have a lot of firsts in my summers so like one summer we did a concert a teen concert I remember that summer being a huge summer for me a huge like moment of growth for me so like that summer was good um and that was a summer of first and all that stuff like that. So I feel like every summer is a summer of first. But this summer of first consisted of my first time taking summer classes. My summer classes were rough. I'm not going to lie. I was out of it. I 
was not there mentally. I didn't want to be in class, but I had to. And I only actually I only had a week really of of summer before we had to jump into classes because my once my spring ended, it was a week and then we had to go to summer classes. And so yeah, I mean it was really rough, but I am here to say praise God, praise God. I ended up doing very well in all of my classes and I was quite surprised because throughout my entire life I've always been so like such a excuse me such a perfectionist to the point that every assignment I would do everyone like I would put a hundred percent into every single thing and I'm not even a hundred percent like 110 percent and I'd be running on empty and this summer it was like completely different like I still tried and I did my best but I wasn't like overly compensating I wasn't a perfectionist I was like yeah this is good all right we'll we'll go with that you know and um I wasn't really focused on like it being perfect and it's so crazy because God showed me that with his grace like he's really graced me for this season and so with his grace I even though I didn't even feel like I was doing that much I still was achieving good grades and I'm just like, whoa, whoa, you mean to tell me that I can rest and still get good grades at the same time, that I don't have to be a perfectionist? It's crazy, and who would have thought, but it happened, and I learned that this summer, so that was my first time taking summer classes, like I said, this was also my first time truly resting, Um, this was my first time fasting, so I did a whole week fast, yes, I did, from 1 to 1.30 for a week, I fasted because that was my busiest time of the day. And I decided to take a fast during that time because um, I realized that I was so focused on my work that I wasn't focusing on God. And I wanted to take a break during my busiest time of the day to show God that I'm not putting my work above you. And I actually learned a lot from that fast. Um, It wasn't a perfect fast. I think I ended up like the last couple of days ended up messing up or not messing up, but yeah, basically messing up. But um but it was it ended up being a good fast and it taught me a lot. All right. This was also my first concert. So my siblings and I went to a um city takeover. I think that's what it's called. Takeover the city bash or something like that. It was a concert where it was a bunch of like Christian rappers and there was a couple that we didn't know, but there was some we did know, like one K Few and Gavi, which was really cool and our our church New Life was hosting it and so um that was just really really dope to go to that concert we all had a great time it was really fun um and then this was also my first aesthetic picnic um and so yeah basically my friends and I me Jasmine and Kamari were like we really wanted to have like a picnic because we always see these aesthetic picnics on Pinterest and stuff like that and so we wanted to have like an aesthetic picnic we wanted it to be cute and get all dressed up and stuff like that because we've always wanted to do it but we just have never done it like you know how you look at something like oh I really want to do that and then you just don't do it and so we were just like let's just do it and so we just did it and it ended up being great wonderful fantastic magnificent I had a whole bunch of pictures and stuff like that I even got a photo album because Jasmine got a photo album and she was showing us like what it looked like and I was like yo that's a really good idea so I ended up getting a photo album too and one thing that I started doing was like writing a letter about what happened in that day so I wrote a letter about what happened at the concert also wrote a letter about what happened at the picnic which is why I'm not going too deep into it because I already wrote about it so I know like where to find it if I want to go back and look at it but basically I wrote a letter so I could remember what happened and then 
that was so that was my first aesthetic picnic turned out so beautiful um and then I had my first trio group of godly friends so you know it's been me and Kamari for a little while but then now we have Jasmine it's so great because we love Jasmine and Jasmine is just such a wonderful young woman and I love having godly friends because it's such a great community to be a part of and so I'm just so thankful for that like this summer God has really been blessing me I mean he blesses me all the time but I just was really aware of his blessings this summer and I think the reason why I was so aware of his blessings was because I was focused on the moment because I chose to have joy, because I chose to focus on the scene that God had given me the script for, because I chose to write a bucket list of what I wanted to do and all other things I just put in that bucket list box so I wouldn't even think about it. Because of all of that, I feel like I could really enjoy the moment, which means I could really enjoy the blessings that God had for me, which means that I could really focus on that and be thankful for the blessings he's given me. And then, yeah, so, I mean... (laughs) Every everything that I'm doing now, it's like I'm just really enjoying it and just taking it for what it is and not really focusing on what it should be or what it could have been, but just focusing on what it is. And then also we learned New Life. We joined New Life as members. Um, and so New Life has been a church that we've been attending quite frequently. And we finally joined them as members, which is really exciting. Uh, this was my first time volunteering at New Life as well this summer. That was really fun, and it gave me a new appreciation for the church because, like I said, I had been nitpicking at the church, mostly because I was spiritually dead. Like, I was not passionate about God. Even though I loved God and I still was reading his word and trying to get into it, I wasn't passionate. Like, I didn't I didn't feel alive until I came alive, and then I said, oh, whoa, I feel the difference now. And when I came alive was volunteering with New Life, and then going to that concert that same day, the Gavi concert that same day, well, not just Gavi, but, you know, the concert with Gavi and also that same day, that reawakened my soul. And I was like, whoa, you know what I mean? It Actually, it was Friday that we had the picnic, which awoke my soul. Saturday, which I volunteered and had the concert, which awoke my soul. And then Sunday, pastor came in with a banging sermon. And it just was a weekend, a plethora, if you will, of soul reviving experiences. And so that was, yeah, it was great. It was wonderful. It was my first time going pescatarian for a week. So me and Andrea created a list of like meals that we were going to do. And we went pescatarian for a week. It was quite, it was quite good. Um, We got the whole family to do it. And then as a result, like we ended up not actually committing to staying pescatarian, but as a result, we ended up learning that none of us really like pork that much to keep buying it and eating it. So we ended up cutting pork out of our diet because we were like, we don't really like it and it's not really beneficial to our health. And so we just decided to do that. And so, like I said, enjoying every moment because the past me would have been like, man, pescatarian is so good for our health. We need to commit to being pescatarian for the rest of our lives. And now the new me is like, Ayo, just the fact that we learned that we don't like pork no more, like that's even a step in the right direction. And so I'm just learning how to be more. I also learned how to pace myself this summer. That's what it was. It was pacing myself. That's how I was doing well in school, but then also resting. That's how I was taking care of all the things I need to take care of, but then also resting, learning how to pace myself to not rush everything, to not run into everything blindly, like just learning how to pace myself really well. Um. It was my first time paying rent. Yep. (laughs) 
Um, that's not that exciting, but it is an event that happened. Uh, well, it is kind of exciting just because it's like, oh, I'm finally like, you know, getting an apartment, stuff like that. But when I saw how low my account dipped, I'm not going to lie, a little tear was about to come out of it. It was, it was welling up in the corner of my eye because I had not seen my bank account that low (laughs) in a while, in a while, in a while. And so... Yeah, man, that hurt me, but, you know, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Um, And so, yeah, I'm thankful that I'm even able to pay rent. Hey, hey, let's throw that out there. Thank you, Lord, for even allowing me the ability to pay rent. Um, And then another thing, there was something else that I was going to say that I forgot what I was going to say. It was something along the lines of, like, first time pacing myself, first time, first time. I even learned to pace myself at the gym, too. Like, I learned that, like, I don't have to just because everybody else is going hard and grinding and da-da-da-da. I don't have to do that. Like, I would be walking, and then I would feel bad that I was just walking, and that was my whole workout. I would feel bad that I was just walking. It's like, girl, you're not even, like, at the fitness level to even be doing too much or else you're going to hurt yourself, and then you're going to not even be able to do anything anymore. So that was cool. I learned that. Um... I guess I can't remember what the other thing was. I don't know. I'm sitting here trying to remember it. First time, it had something to do with, like, pacing. Well. Oh, well. <laughs> well, that's it. Um. So, yeah, that's the summer of first. Now, let's talk about artists. No, let's talk about shows I discovered first, and then we'll talk about artists I discovered shows I discovered I rediscovered my love for The Chosen The Chosen is probably the best show I've ever seen in my life now there's a lot of great shows but I'm gonna tell you why The Chosen is so great to me because it's cinematically pleasing it's biblically correct and then it also is spiritually enlightening and encouraging that's all I need. <laughs> I'll say no more. I'm going to link it, the app, just so you all can see it because it's wonderful. It's absolutely wonderful. And once you start watching it and really getting into it, probably I would say about the fourth or fifth episode in the first season is really when you get into it. Like the other ones are like great, but it kind of is like the expository part. But now, like I found out who Judas was and it was a shocker. I kid you not. I like When I found out who Judas was, I said, that's how I said, because I was like, it's just the way that they directed, it's so well written, so well directed, it's great, chef's kisses, okay, another show that I discovered was The Mysterious Benedict Society, that is on Disney Plus, I really like that show, it's a little bit um, cheesy, because it's like, kind of one of those things where it's like, the whole world is depending on you, type of thing, um and also it's like a bunch of kids so it's kind of like a kids show but I actually quite like it because I think the it's it's based off of a novel like a book and I think that the like premise of it is pretty good like the actual the cinematic uh, it's not really cinematically pleasing they have a lot of still shots so they don't really have a lot of like moving shots um so you can tell it's kind of like a little bit of a low budget but it is pretty good like once you get into the later episodes it starts get in the you're kind of on the edge of your seat wondering what happens next what happens next what happens next so 
I like that. Oh, another show that I really, really liked that I discovered this summer is The Bad Batch. Now, this is a Star Wars series. Really great. It's animated, but it's awesome. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, and so, yeah, that's pretty much it. Then, artists I discovered this summer. So, some artists that I discovered this summer. Caleb Gordon. Andrea showed me this artist. He's a Christian rapper. My favorite songs by him are Top of the Hill and Speak Life. Oh, Speak Life is such a jam. Speak Life. Um, I don't know the words, but um, it's a great song. Then another artist that I discovered this summer is Not Clyde. Isaac showed me him. Um, his song is Clay Graduation. Like That's the one song I really love by him. He has other great songs, but his sound is not what I'm really into but I'm sure that there's a lot of people who are really into it but Clay Graduation oh that song hits every time every time every time it slaps okay then I discovered this artist named Amok oh my goodness it's spelled M-A-W-M-E-M-A-W-K um and I just recently found that that's his name backwards so his name is Kwame and his stage name is Amok okay but my favorite, favorite songs by him um, this summer are Acoustus. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. Acoustus. <laughs> um, vintage. Oh, Vintage is so good. 18. And you. Yo, he has been the soundtrack of my summer because Acoustus, I started off first listening to that. And he like, it goes like this. He's a free pass. Just sit back. Close your eyes and just. Breathe, oh, 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 breathe. and then he just goes it's just such a such a vibe it's such a vibe and it's just a good reminder to take a moment to sit back and then another thing that he says in the song is like take a break from the melodramatic take a break from the melodramatic i'm like you know what you're right sometimes he's like he also says in the song um life can be bitter but it doesn't always taste like that and i was like oh I see you, I see you, because you're right, life can be sad, life can be melodramatic, life can be melancholy, but it's not always like that, it can be joyful too, so not just focusing on that, another artist I discovered was Jungle, and my favorite song by them is Casio, I haven't really dove into their music yet, so I don't really know what's out there, but Casio is my favorite song by them so far, Casio, boom, boom, playing on my heart just like a Casio, breaking it apart so you can let it go okay that's just a little snippet a 30 second snippet that you would hear on spotify i just performed for you um don't worry you didn't have to pay for the performance it's free it's free it's free um and then music i discovered so basically i already knew this artist i already knew gavi i didn't discover him as an artist but i discovered some of the new songs not new songs but some songs that were new to me it was new to me because i didn't know these songs but it's the song called Who You Gonna Be. The other song that I discovered was Skull. And the other song that I discovered was Sin Miedo, which was a song in Spanish. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna make sure to link all of those. Um, and I think that's pretty much it. That, that covers the entire summer. The entire summer. Oh, and eventually, it's gonna be our first time taking the FTCE. That'll be it. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Um, and this week, I'm going to meet my CT for the first time, my teacher that I'm going to be working under in my internship. I'm going to be working in her classroom. 
and I'm going to go meet her actually tomorrow. So, you know, there's going to be a lot of preparation today for tomorrow and all that stuff like that, which is going to be exciting. But this summer is one to remember. Honestly, I think it's been one of my favorite summers so far. And I feel like I've enjoyed every summer of my life because summers have always been great. Like, I realized that summers are quite big for me, that a common trend in summers is that they always hold a lot of experiences and then a lot of opportunities from which I learn and grow in Christ. Um, it was summer 2019 when Kamari and I rekindled our friendship and that we started, um, like, reading the Bible to the, together, growing, and all that stuff like that. Um, it was summer when we had the teen concert and all of that. It was summer when, um, yeah, like I went through this SOS program and I ended up working at the Imaginarium. And that was when I really knew that, like, I knew that I was meant to be a teacher because, like, the way I was working with those kids, I was like, yo, this is, this is my calling. Um, and so, yeah, that was, that was over the summer. Um, it was also over the summer that me and my siblings have some of our closest and most humorous memories. Like, I remember we, one summer, like, we we did a bunch of random things in the summer, but we tried to make a movie one summer. We have so many one-liners and inside jokes from that. It's just great. It's great. And so summers hold so much for me, and I'm finally now taking the time to actually enjoy them and appreciate them for what they are, and I think it's really great. Um, this summer didn't even feel short. Like, normally, you know how people are like, oh, time flies so fast. I think time flies because we're so focused on something else. And when we're focused on something else, you don't notice how fast you're going because you're so focused on something else. And so when you take a moment to look around you, you could see how fast you're going. And you could be like, oh, no, I need to slow down because I'm going too fast. I'm not even enjoying what I'm doing. And so this summer for me, it felt quite long and it still feels long. Like it's not even over yet. It still feels long and it's been really enjoyable. It hasn't felt like dreadfully long, but it has been like, it felt like, it felt like it's going at the right pace. And since I've been in high school, my summers have always felt kind of short because I was always focusing on like getting to the next thing, focusing on the next thing. Da, 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 da. And I went through my entire high school career focusing on getting to college and now I'm in college and I looked back and I was like, yo, I didn't even do anything in high school. Like I did stuff, but you know, like <laughs> It's like, yo, what what was I doing? Focusing on college, apparently, and now I'm here. And I was like, okay, well, like, level accomplished, what's next, you know? And then you just keep focusing on what's next, what's next, what's next. And I started realizing, like, I need to just enjoy what's now. And so instead of focusing on what's next, focus on what's now. Ooh, that's a word. Okay, but anywho, um, I was always focusing on something else and not resting. And so now I'm learning to simply take the time to rest and enjoy what each moment has to offer. And that in short has been my summer i'm still trying to remember what the other first thing was but i don't remember what it was so that's it (laughs) well that is that is all that i have to share with you all today grace and peace to everyone listening and until next time have a great day goodbye i love you all and you you have a great rest of your summer if you have not made your summer count, you can make it count now. Okay, anywho, I'm not gonna preach. Goodbye.